Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Coming up. The story was that this was an accident. Uh, Bianca had been putting her shotgun away. She'd been packing it into her uh, her gun case, her soft shell case. And something happened with the shotgun and it fired directly into her chest. So that was the story. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Larry Rudolph, president of Safari. This is Larry Rudolph back in 2010, a dentist living in Pennsylvania at the time with his wife, Bianca, the two avid hunters, and in 2012, moved to Arizona. In 2016, Bianca and Larry Rudolph left the country to go on a hunting trip together. Only one of them, Larry, would return alive. The couple going to Zambia, and at the end of their trip, Bianca was shot in the chest with their shotgun. Rudolph telling African officials she accidentally shot herself when packing her firearm into its case. Her death ruled accidental. But was this really an accident? Or could it have been murder? One of the questions that always comes to mind in an instrument that is larger and longer is whether or not the individual really could do it themselves, do it to themselves, because these objects are, they're long. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Bianca Bono joins us from 12 News KPNX in Phoenix, Arizona. Bianca, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So this case takes us back to 2016 when a married couple, Larry and Bianca Rudolph, go on a hunting trip to Africa. Can I have you start by telling us a little bit about Larry and Bianca Rudolph, what their lives looked like prior to that trip? Yeah. So the two of them had met in college in Pennsylvania um, decades ago and essentially got married and have had this wonderful life on paper ever since. Uh, The two of them had owned a dental office in Pennsylvania for years, um, and they were also both avid hunters. So hunting was a really big part of their relationship and their life, and it took them all over the world. And it will, of course, take them to uh, what we now know was the last trip Bianca would take in 2016, but hunting was a big part of their lives. Uh, They raised two children together. And around 2012, the two of them had moved from Pennsylvania to Arizona. Um, And we know that 
Larry Rudolph had been traveling back and forth um, ever since 2012 from Pennsylvania to Arizona to maintain his dental company while also, um, you know, building a life here in Arizona. So again, they have this trip planned in 2016. They're going to travel to Zambia with, as you reported, the goal of killing a leopard. Was this somewhere they'd visited before? It was. Um, It was actually not their first time to Africa in 2016. They had a series of trips with different goals on each trip um, to hunt different animals. As I mentioned, they were avid hunters and and big game hunting was a big part of their lives. Um, And this particular trip from September to October of 2016 uh, was for Bianca to kill a leopard. Take us through then what happens when they go on this trip. Yeah, so the two of them um, spent um, a couple of weeks in Zambia. Um, They were unsuccessful in hunting the leopard. Um, And towards the end of their trip, uh, the two of them were packing up. It was the last day they were set to leave. And um, Larry Rudolph said he was in the bathroom and he heard a gunshot go off, as did several other employees at this camp that they were staying at. When he ran out into the common area, he said he found Bianca lying on the ground with a shotgun wound to her chest. Um, Other employees showed up as well, and they tried life-saving measures but were unable to save her. Quickly, uh, the situation developed, and Larry um, was speaking with the U.S. Embassy there um, to get Bianca's body cremated, and he wanted it done as quickly as possible. Um, Then he got back to the U.S., um, and, you know, the story was that this was a hunting—this was an accident. Uh, Bianca had been putting her shotgun away. She'd been packing it into her uh, her gun case, her soft-shell case, and something happened with the shotgun, and it fired directly into her chest. So that was the story. This was an accident. Larry came back to Pennsylvania— and then moved back here to Arizona and has been living his life here for the past five years. And all of that really has changed in the past couple of weeks. Based on Larry's version of events in 2016, officials in Zambia ruled Bianca's death an accident. But as you reported, there were some possible red flags back then. Explain that. That's right. There were several red flags, according to federal court documents. Uh, the first, as I, as I talked about, was cremation. So um, Bianca's friends had told FBI investigators that she was a devout Catholic and would not have wanted to be cremated. Yet Larry, in the moment, back in 2016, said that she did want to be cremated. Um, her friends also reported witnessing him pay cash to officials in Zambia to rush the cremation process. Another red flag was, um, according to the U.S. Embassy official who worked with Larry in the days following Bianca's death, um, Larry seemed really upset that photographs of Bianca's body were taken as part of the investigation. And the third and probably the biggest red flag was, according to Bianca's friends and family members, Larry had been having a 15 to 20 year long affair with an employee at his dental office. Um, And according to um, staff members at the dental office, this woman had given Larry an ultimatum um, a couple of months prior to their trip to Zambia. You have one year to leave your wife, Bianca, and leave your dental practice, or this is over. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Drowning in status updates and lost in endless emails? Break free with ClickUp.com, the one app to replace them all. Imagine a world where your team collaborates effortlessly in one shared space. No more chaos, just ClickUp. Your projects, tasks, and communication unified at last. Transform how you work with customizable views, seamless integration, and real-time updates. ClickUp is your shortcut to more productive days and happier teams. Join the millions of productive teams already streamlining their workflow. Visit ClickUp.com to get started. Another detail that's tied up in all of this is that we've learned Bianca had a pretty sizable life insurance policy. Tell us about that. That's right. She did. Um, close to $5 million. And again, according to federal documents, she died in early October. By the end of October, Larry was filing claims for that insurance policy. So uh, by March of 2017, Larry would cash out $4.8 million. We then have this window of time where we don't hear much of anything. But then there's all of a sudden news this past December, in December of 2021. What happened? Yeah, I think that was the big head scratcher for a lot of people. What has taken so long? But really, logistically, this case seems to have been kind of a nightmare for investigators. This happened um, in Zambia. So it's difficult enough to get foreign documents and um you know, investigative reports that were taken at the time, interview folks that were working at the camp that may have witnessed something that may no longer be working there. So the FBI has been investigating this case for the past five years. And finally, things came to a head in late December um, when ultimately Larry Rudolph was arrested and charged with mail fraud and foreign murder. So today he remains in custody. Um, He's right now being held um, until his trial, which is set to begin in late February. And currently right now, there's a legal battle happening between his defense team and prosecutors. They're arguing that he should be released until his trial, whereas, of course, prosecutors want him remained in custody. You mentioned the charges were murder and then there was a charge of mail fraud. Do we know why that mail fraud charge was tacked on? From my understanding, it's essentially because in order to have claimed this life insurance policy, um, Larry had to prove to these insurance companies that Bianca's death was an accident. And the second that investigators determined it not to be, in their opinion, uh, that's where the fraud lied. So he was essentially cashing out these life insurance, this life insurance policy, millions of dollars, um, under the impression that she had died in an accident when now investigators are saying it wasn't. So that's where the mail fraud comes into play. We've also learned some new information from a medical examiner in Colorado where the case is being handled. What have we learned from that medical examiner? That's right. So this has really been a fascinating case for investigators because, as I mentioned, Bianca's body was cremated in 2016, just days after she died. So investigators weren't able to reference her body and medical examiners weren't able to look at it in in terms of just determining, um, you know, what the cause of death was. So what they've done over the past several years are a series of um, tests using shotguns that were similar to that that was used in Bianca's death. Um, Testing to see if it would have been physically possible for someone of her size 
to pull a trigger accidentally on, um, a, you know, a long shotgun as was used in this case. So uh, between several different tests, and of course, as the medical examiner in Colorado ruled, they say, they say it wouldn't have been physically possible for Bianca to have pulled the trigger. Um, and that's what the Colorado medical examiner ruled as well. And we referenced um, some forensic pathologists here in Arizona and showed them the reports, and they too agreed with those findings. There's always difficulty when you don't get to do your primary function that you're trained to do, which of course is to examine a body. Rebecca Shu is a forensic pathologist, analyzing the report made by a Colorado medical examiner who used photos and documents to determine Bianca's manner of death. One of the questions that always comes to mind in an instrument that is larger and longer is whether or not the individual really could do it themselves, do it to themselves, because these objects are, they're long. The medical examiner concluding it would have been nearly impossible for Bianca to reach the trigger of the shotgun herself. I expect this is something we might learn a lot more about if this case does go to trial. But have you been able to learn anything about why this arrest took so long, why it took five years? I haven't. And it's a question that I, I cannot imagine how frustrating it was for for Bianca's friends and family members who had raised red flags about her death um, in the days following five years ago. So they've had to be really, really patient throughout this process. Um, but as of now, from what we've heard and from what we've read in these court documents, it just seems like this was a really difficult case because there was no body for investigators to look at and because they were dealing with foreign bodies, um, policies that were so different from their own, um, tracking down folks that were there and that may have been staying at the camp and were traveling with Bianca and Larry during their hunting trip. So um, it's been an exhausting process for them. Um, and five years is a long time. But I, I, I have to imagine that um, a lot of folks are happy that they're pro approaching some semblance of justice here. Have we heard a response yet from Larry Rudolph or from his attorneys to these allegations? Yes. Larry Rudolph's attorney released the following statement saying, now more than five years later, the government is seeking to manufacture a case against this well-respected and law-abiding dentist, Dr. Rudolph, and he looks forward to his trial where he will demonstrate his innocence. So denying all allegations. Bianca Bono with KPNX in Phoenix will be keeping an eye on your reporting as this case moves forward. Thanks for sharing the story. Thanks again for having me. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're right here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to or following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows, including our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University, Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. 
That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.